welcome back. And it's season two of the Home Health Occupational Therapy Explorer podcast. This is your host, Monika Wukoshevich. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And happy summer uh, to you. I don't know if this means that things are very different from you. I know some people, it means they have a lot more energy at home with little ones back. And for other people, like those of us in Arizona, it means you stay indoors uh, as long as the sun is up. And for some of you, maybe it also means you're hitting another country or hitting the trails. So wherever this finds you this summer, uh, welcome back and thank you so much for listening. So this is a podcast that's all about stirring the pot of support and inspiration so you can go play sooner, especially as a home health OT. So Yes, thank you again so much for being here. Today's first topic is about where to start. So there's a lot of conversation about, especially for people who are debating a switch into home health, it's where do you even start? And it can be a super overwhelming place to be. I remember being there. Um, So today's episode is just for you. And these first couple will be just on the topic of transitioning. And as an FYI, uh, occasionally I'm going to add bonus inspiration at the very end of the episode. So let it linger when the episode closes and you may be very pleasantly surprised. And I will give you a small hint. I am putting one on today's by Brené Brown. I don't think you want to miss it. Okay, thanks for being here. Let's do this. So I get questions or comments that are something like, hey, I'm really digging what you're up to, Monica. How can I support your work? So here's my answer. There are three things to choose from. One is to sign up for the weekly podcast release email uh, by going to homehealthotexplorer.com and signing up there. Number two is share an email or a podcast with a friend or colleague that you think would genuinely enjoy it. And three is purchase upcoming books and tickets to some boutique events that I'm working on. So thank you so much for your interest and support. You can always email me ideas at monika at homehealthotexplore.com. And let's do this. Hey, welcome back to the Home Health Occupational Therapy Explorer podcast first episode, season two, kicking off with a shout out to any OT who is either newly transitioning in or debating a transition into home health OT. So I just want to take a moment to say you are not alone if you are either new to home health or debating this transition. Um, And I just want to take a moment to talk about what that was like for me in my own life and some things that helped me in the midst of that transition. So if you find yourself, let's talk about just like straddling the chasm of being a home, being an OT and debating doing home health OT and whether or not to make that shift. So I know if I rewind back in my own life, I had done most other areas of practice as an occupational therapist And there was something missing. I just, I knew that there was an element of authenticity 
that I could tap into as an occupational therapist and I I just wasn't finding it an outpatient and I especially personally wasn't finding it in the skilled nursing facility. And I will preface the rest of this podcast and say that home health isn't for everybody. And so if if you're listening to this and you're debating this decision and you're like, I really don't think home health is for me, then I totally respect that. And I I hope I'm setting a a space for a non-judgmental discernment of whether or not this truly could be an area of practice for you. So what I can say more on my story is that I I had come from, or I was working in a skilled nursing facility and I just wasn't, I just got to a point where I just wasn't feeling it anymore. I just, I think I was seeing maybe eight to 10 people a day and there was something about working in a context that was not actually the patient's real context that just wasn't rewarding to me. And I just wanted to explore something else. And when I started looking for other options, I personally knew I wanted to try home health. I happened to be very clear that I wanted to try home health. And I do remember I personally very specifically sought out nonprofits in the city that I worked for, and they did not have a job posting. And so I emailed them and I just said, Hey, I'm an OT. I'm looking for work in home health. Please let me know if there's an opening that comes up. And it actually took me about six months to get the official job offer. And, um, that initial email that I sent, though, really set a precedent and helped me build what would become a long-term, really healthy relationship with a small nonprofit home health company. And and what I wasn't necessarily doing very seriously at the time, but has come to be a very important pro- part of this process <clears throat> of discernment when I'm making big transition now in my life, is saying a prayer. Or um, if you're somebody who believes in a higher power or whatever, whatever wisdom that is, that's bigger than us, um, that helps us to just be open and curious and just available to options in really non-judgmental ways, like tapping into that in whatever way works for you has also been something that's been really, really, really helpful for me in my life present day, especially that I, I, I wish I would have, um, used even more in the past and that I don't, I don't remember using that necessarily at the time of that transition. But, um, what I can say for those who are discerning this transition into home health from my personal experience is that what helped me was not rushing it. Um, I was able to reach out and start looking at home health jobs in the area while still doing the skilled nursing facility job. And then As I was able to interview and really feel a connection with this company, feel very genuinely interested in the team, I knew by the time I had done my final interview with this company, I wanted to be a home health therapist because I personally needed to experience what home health OT was like because for me, I had tried almost every other area of practice and I didn't find what I was looking for. And for me, it was just this like sense of satisfaction and challenge 
that was, I guess, what they called just right. <laughs> and I don't know any other way to say it except that. Um, so if you are debating a transition into home health occupational therapy, I can say from my own experience, what I would challenge you to do is is to decide like what is it that's making you want to make this change is it because you are wanting to explore a new area of practice is it because you want a different level of income is it because you want flexibility is it because you want different leadership what is the reason for you that is driving you to find another area of practice or to just try home health. And the reason I pose this question of what is it or why are you looking is because one of the most powerful recommendations that I've been given from mentors when I'm making decisions is to also run towards, not away. And I think that's actually a credit to Mary Kay Mueller with Eight to Great. And I think she's the first person that I heard say that is that we can make decisions where we're constantly running away from things, which means we'll probably just run into it again ahead of us, or we can make decisions so we're running towards something. And I do know that at the point for me, when I decided to do home health, I wasn't running away from anything. All I knew is I really genuinely wanted to try home health OT because I thought it was an area of practice that I could really be the like a truly holistic occupational therapist and feel a sense of reward that I think in my gut I knew was possible um and I guess I would also encourage you from my own experience it it took I think it honestly was about six months before I found the right fit so I I also really don't think that there's it's ever too soon to start looking at companies and to, if possible, be picky, you know, really, um, go in with your own questions and we can have a whole nother podcast about that. Um, it's great questions to ask in interviews from, from my opinion that have been helpful to me or, um, really just knowing what you would ideally like in a company. Like, at the point that I started looking, I knew that I really wanted to work for a nonprofit. That was really clear to me. And that there's nothing to lose in stating that you're an occupational therapist with an interest in working for the company. So that even if there's not an immediate job posting on that company's website, it doesn't mean that in six months there might not be or that there actually would be that they could contact you about. So... I hope this is helpful. Um, Welcome to the discernment process. If it's possible, I hope that you don't have to rush this process and that you really have a chance to be clear about what it is you're really wanting in your life and or in your career by looking at these changes. So thank you so much for listening. It's been another episode and the first episode back to the home health Occupational Therapy Explorer Podcast. Thanks for listening. So thank you so much for listening today. Those three simple things you can do to stir up a little bit of 
support, if that's something you're interested in, our one, sign up for the weekly podcast release email by going to homehealthotexplorer.com. Share an email or podcast with a friend or even reply back on a weekly one and just let me know what made, let me know what resonated with you. What did you like? What did you not like? And also let me know if you ever want to be on a podcast. Um, and three, watch for and get your own copy of upcoming books and tickets to future events. So again, thank you so much for listening. Drive safe, count your blessings, and keep exploring. This is written by Brené Brown, and it's called The Manifesto of the Brave and Brokenhearted. And a shout out to Steph for actually texting this to me, which blew my mind. Um, So this is actually from Brené Brown's Rising Strong. You can actually download this. I can put a link to it in my email. And here it is. Manifesto of the Brave and Brokenhearted. There is no greater threat to the critics and cynics and fear mongers than those of us who are willing to fall because we have learned how to rise. With skinned knees and bruised hearts, we choose owning our stories of struggle over hiding, over hustling, over pretending. When we deny our stories, they define us. When we run from struggle, we are never free. So we turn toward truth and we look it in the eye. We will not be characters in our stories, not villains, not victims, not even heroes. We are the authors of our lives. We write our own daring endings. We craft love from heartbreak, compassion from shame, grace from disappointment, courage from failure. Showing up is our power. Story is our way home. Truth is our song. We are the brave and brokenhearted. We are rising strong.